0: Welcome to the Range Brief with Blackwood. I'm your host, Jared Raymond. Today, I'm joined by a couple of my favorite people at the shop. All right, got Jed Di McLean. Say hi, Jed. Thank you for having me back. Let's just make, uh,
1: I think number four or five.
0: Yeah, man, we're gonna have to
1: co-host you here soon. I'm gonna need some
0: some credits. Well, Mark's my gonna head. lose his credits. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm have to get a uh, contract renewal or something going. And I've also got Alex Dearborn. Alex, say hi.
2: Hello. Gentlemen, thank you for having me here.
0: So today we're talking about clone rifles. And for those that don't know, Jed, what's the definition of a clone rifle? So what we could find was a clone rifle
1: is a functional replica of a firearm that
0: was used and issued by the United States military. So replica, I would say these really became popular in the GWAT veterans. So global war on terror, all those dudes came back. They wanted... They wanted the rifle they carried overseas. So you'll see like the M four versions of that. So M four A one, the Mark eighteen, those were really popular. And then also the optics accompanying those. That's part of the cloner world is having the correct optics. And we'll get into it, the minutia that these guys go into to make it match. But that separates it from surplus. Alex, what do you what do you what differentiates a clone from surplus to you?
2: I mean, to me, a surplus rifle is basically just something that was actually an original military production rifle that's now uh, on the civilian market. Obviously, it's been converted, so it's no longer a fully automatic machine gun or anything like that. The civilian models are going to be semi-automatics, so or if they are an automatic machine gun, obviously they're going to be a pre-86 machine gun. But um, To me, that's what surplus means compared to a clone, which is attempting to replicate that, but with a new production gun.
1: So we're going to talk, you know, surplus being our 1903s or 0383s or Krag rifles or M1 grands, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, M1 grand. I think that's like the perfect example. Like, you, you don't need to clone it. It already exists. But if you have a BAR, if you got a, a machine gun, that's not that's not a clone. You've got a BAR. Right. Somebody carry that bad boy. Uh, so, yeah, I guess what would, be, what would make sense is... Jumping right into it, what's the what's the most popular clone
2: right now? It's got to be the Mark Eighteen, I got to be.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's probably Mark Eighteen or Mark Twelve, probably the most common you see.
2: I mean, I like the Mark Eighteen so much, I've got two of them. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: and which ones do you have?
2: So, I mean, I've got uh, a Daniel defense. Now, that one is just the upper. I've got it on a Noveski uh, lower, which I mean, you can kind of mix and match that, but I'm um, running the Daniel upper on that one, and then I've got another one. I've got an LMT, but the upper on that is actually just a hodgepodge of a bunch of different things, but it's got um, the Mark 18 forend, which basically is that uh, 1913 rail quad rail.
0: Yeah, that's the wrist 2, I believe, from Daniel Defense. Fence. Yeah, 2? Yeah, I'd say that's a – so you, you committed a little clone sin, I would say. You oh, said yeah. you can mix and match parts and have non-original lowers. Man, the diehards – they would they would fight you over those words. Probably, like if you got a uh, if you have a Mark eighteen that doesn't have a cult lower, it's not clone correct. If it doesn't have the right roll mark, it's still not clone
2: correct. Some would even say I don't have a Mark eighteen. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I think you
2: have a clone of a clone. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah,
0: the Mark eighteen is definitely popular because you can you can buy it from so many companies right now. Everybody or anything that's like a ten and a half inch barrel, people market as a Mark eighteen. Breaking down that mark definition. Anything with a mark, it was first adopted by the Navy. So if you see a mark in front of a military rifle, it's because the Navy adopted it first. Doesn't mean the Army can't have one, just means the solicitation was started by the Navy. So you have like Mark 18, Mark 12, Mark 13, any other marks, all the machine guns.
2: And they have the handguns too, the Mark 23, Mark 25.
0: Yeah. All of those are clone. Well, I guess the Mark 23, you can just buy that. Yeah. Clone pistol.
2: Is that surplus
1: or clone at that point?
0: Oh, uh, it wouldn't be surplus. It would be
1: surplus because it wasn't a true issue. Right. Yeah, it'd, have to be
0: in the, it'd have to fall in the, the serial number range of a mark. Or, God, this is going to be a lot of marks today. Whatever we were talking about. Cool.
2: If we had a mark here, there would be one more mark. Damn. You missed out, Mark. <laughs> I would say
0: the Mark 18 is probably the most popular. If you look on the Graham Instagram, you're going to see a lot of Mark 18s. And I guess we should queue up kind of the leaders in this. It's like clone rifles, at clone rifles. And who else who else do we talk about? I, I like clone standards. Service They're like my clone f- rifles. Was another one that we found. Clone clone and clone standards is my clone favorite. Standards. Check out clone standards. You're going to like that stuff. But Mark 18, so you've got a couple different versions of that, like the M4 and all the variants of it. So like a URGI, you can buy those directly from Daniel right now and it's or, no, you can buy them directly from Geisley. Excuse me. So, that's a 14 and a half inch military gun with the correct flash hider from Surefire. You can buy it directly from Geisley. So, I mean, I, at that point, is that clone? Why wouldn't it be? I mean, I'm,
1: I'm the, the, the <sighs> M118, the unattainium of clones, right? From Knights. Like, you would be buying that from them direct like if you if you had the money for the deployment package so i mean it's still a clone right what was it's the
0: gun what was the thing you just said the m1 the m110 oh yeah the m110 i would say that is like the king of clones right now it's definitely the most expensive one well now machine guns i mean it's more expensive than some machine guns yeah uh
2: that's yeah but it's
0: not more expensive than like military machine guns I'm surplus military machine like an M60. It's still cheaper than an
2: M60. Oh
1: yeah, M60 or M134. But
0: I'm trying I mean, to think of another military machine gun like an
1: M like like the Colt 614, which was the Air Force's guns that went to the market that are true machine guns from Colt. the auto selector the whole bit. Those are twenty five to thirty thousand, and I mean the only one tens that we're seeing on the market right now are in a thirty thousand dollar range. So I mean they're right there with them,
0: big wolf. Yeah. Just, just pulls you right out of the want into the. Eh, maybe if I win the lottery <laughs> <Right>. category. <laughs> yeah, the M110. So that's the the U.S. Army's uh, semi-automatic sniper system, and that's like a whole kit. So it's like a a big desert tan box that it comes. It's called a deployment kit. It's got a suppressor. Comes with magazines. They used to sell those. I think when I was a young man, they were eleven grand. Oh, I think that's right. I think they were like 11 grand. Well, they have gone up substantially. Right now, you can't find the whole kit for less than 30 grand. Now, you've got a little personal experience behind those, don't you? Yeah, man. And I'll tell you what, it ain't worth 30 grand. (laughs) It's it's sweet, but my God, it ain't that sweet. And I think that's kind of the case for all clone rifles is if they're military arms, like they're going to be solid, robust guns, but man, they are. Like right now, especially they are artificially expensive. For example, like if you wanted to be clone correct in a Mark 18, where well you'd have to buy a Colt barrel, you'd have to buy a Colt upper, a Daniel rail, which are getting harder to find, and then you know, depending on what, like an the night suppressor to be clone correct. I mean, that gun is going to cost you. Just the upper itself is going to be two grand if you can find the flash hider. Because cloning has become so popular, like this stuff is just pricey because it's scarce. Not because it's like a great gun, it's just a a 10.5 inch, not even a cold hammer forged barrel, but it's clone correct.
2: And granted, even in clone correct as well, I mean, uh, specifically with the Mark 18 in mind, which was born of the SOPMOD program, stands for Special Operations Peculiar Modification. I mean, there's different blocks in that. So there's like block one, block two, block three, all the different designations, which refer to different combinations of accessories or equipment that you could put on the firearm. And even in, you know, with special operations community too, a lot of those guys will customize the gun for their needs, but specifically the mission they have in mind too. So there can be variation in what a clone correct rifle for like that specific example could mean.
0: Yeah, there's an argument that that's the most clone correct thing to do. Like if you had the gun, the cloner, like what would a dude actually do? He'd put on the coolest thing or the best thing right. he could afford or like the unit would buy him. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's kind of outside the norm of cloning, but I think that makes the most sense. And it is the best argument because you see like Arredondo magazine wells on M4s. Clearly never a military issued part, but SF dudes were doing it. Right. So <laughs> I make that pretty clone correct barbie for men based on budget <laughs> yeah that's a great analogy so what are some other clones i think the m16 oh my gosh that is blown up you got Brownells. you got palmetto state i mean fn brought back a couple yeah. of hours oh, yeah. FN, the whole collector the, series and the cult the cult reproductions and they are not they call them reissues right cult reissues yeah and the the collector edition FN's, yeah, because Colt did the uh, was it
1: the sixteen A one and the XM one seventy seven FN's doing the is it the
0: M four A one? Uh they're doing they, the M four. Well, yeah, I think it is an A one M sixteen A four.
2: Yeah, I got to give the, a shout out to FN too, though, because they did a little bit of fan service there. They even went retro with the logo that they etched into the receiver.
0: Yeah, I mean that gun is ostensibly, except for the third pinhole, is like an Army or a Marine Corps-issued firearm, which is really cool. And they brought it in at a price point that people can actually attain. Uh, I think Colts, my God, those were those were almost three grand. Yeah, they were pricey guns. They were cool, but man, they were steep. And the Brownells ones, I mean, that's like, if you want the experience of shooting a 1960s M16, man, those are like a pretty sweet deal, I would think.
2: I just want to know what deal FN worked out with Knight's Armament to get the Knight's Armament Actual clone correct furniture on there too.
0: Well, I bet <laughs> the only reason Knights <laughs> did it is because they still got a contract for the Marine Corps. Oh no, they don't. Because the Marine Corps doesn't use the M16 now. I don't know. Yeah. You know Knights is they're doing so all right they're not worried. some back alley deal. And speaking of Knights, if you want clone correct rails, good luck these days. If you want the Mark 12 rail, which is the 18-inch special purpose rifle, kind of the archetype of that gun. Oh, it's a it's nine hundred bucks for the rail right now. Ask me how I know. And that's that's a that's a used one. Oh yeah, like, that's to... not
1: that's not a new part, people. This is this is something that's been used, that's got the wear and tear, which is is one thing I find really unique with the clone rifle game. Guys don't mind that. It adds a little prestige to it. It adds a little history behind it, and these guys don't mind paying for something that's got some dings and wears on it.
0: Yeah, man, and really like if you're putting surplus parts on your clone, like you're so much more authentic. I think that is part of the uh, the mentality. Yeah, because I I was never issued anything new.
1: Uh, my rifle <laughs> in Afghanistan was an m 16 a M16A1 lower on an A2 upper from Colt. Oh. They had taken a metal etcher pen and and scratched
0: out "auto" and crudely wrote "burst" <laughs> underneath it. So what's awesome is when I got M6 or when we got M4A1s, they took an X and they stamped out burst and they carved in auto. <laughs> That's
2: fantastic. Imagine going yes. so next level with your build that you did that too.
0: I mean, that, I mean, would, that be, would be kind of, that'd dumb, be so clone but... Correct. <laughs> but there's lots of cool clones out there. If anybody's a veteran in the Marine Corps, like the Marine Corps has a lot of kind of interesting clones, like the Sam R series. They've got their own version of the Mark 12. I don't know. Like, I feel like the Navy in general just has a lot more options. The Army just kind of plays with the tools they're given. But I must have a lot of solicitations in the Navy. If you're listening and you have a little insight into that world, I'd love to hear about it. What's a Mark Thirteen going for right now? That's got to be that's got to be M One Ten money. So a Mark Thirteen. That's the Navy's three hundred Win Mag gun. If you saw American Sniper, that's Chris Kyle's sniper rifle in that movie it looks kind of like an ai but it's not
2: actually it might be it might be an ai that being short for accuracy international
0: it is an ai yeah so it's the ai (laughs) from that movie from that time i think the second most popular clone would probably be anything from black hawk down
2: there's a lot of people trying to clone from that movie, especially. Yeah, too.
0: The Gordon Carbines, which is like the car 15 they had in that movie with the suppressor. Super popular. Also the M14 from that movie that uh, one of the dudes in the helicopter has. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like everybody wants to clone that. Was, it even, if was it. that
2: already the EBR at that point?
0: No, this was way before the EBR. Oh, wow. This is it was like an M14.
2: Just straight up. He <laughs> might have had Acura.
0: I don't know. I'm not my, that's not my clone of choice.
2: Now, like those would have had synthetic stocks at that point though, right? They probably weren't running wood stocks from the choppers. Or could I be wrong? I think they might I, have I did. think they had wood stocks and, and I mean this was. I'm going to have to go back and watch that movie now. I swear
1: they did because they had the foam cut out and duct taped around it so he was getting the cheek welled up on the scope. Are you okay? Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 I did <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure it's wood. We're looking at our phones as we speak here. Sorry about it. this. Is not as quite as eloquent as our normal podcast. So, to answer your question
1: earlier, Mark 13s are pretty much titanium, and like clones are, you know, eight to 9,000. It looks like something a little more correct to like the Mark 13 Mod 7 is pushing
0: a little closer to 15. Man, that doesn't seem... I mean, that's a lot. But, I mean, a new AI is eight grand. Yeah. So that's a brand new... Factory production factory rifle. Factory production rifle that is as cutting-edge as AI can make it. And that's half the price of a clone gun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's kind of where I approach it from, too. I'm not one of those people that goes so clone crazy that I need to get all the original parts and put Knight's Armament gear on all of my guns. No. For me, I look at the task and purpose. So for me, the reason I have two Mark 18s and the reason they're popular for me is because I look at it as a personal defensive firearm that I could kit out um, just about however I want. So I've got a flashlight on mine, foregrip, and if I wanted to put a laser... A designator on there or something like that, I've got the room to do it. So for me, it's, it's a functional piece, not so much one that I'm really interested about getting all the right stuff on.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's no argument. I think if you want a cost effective gun, you can get a way better gun for way less money than a clone. Absolutely. It is all about the reenactment or like having the rifle. I don't know. That was available at our time, like in our time, especially Anybody in the G I feel like these are the guns that really resonate with us. Like when I think of cool guys as a kid, they had Mark twelves and they had Gordon carbines and I don't know, all that just resonates with me. That the M sixteen with the two oh three on the bottom and the weird handguard, that is like the cool the one from Predator. You know what I mean? Like that is the coolest looking gun ever. I mean, not it's a the- not a great gun, super heavy. Who puts and we've learned to not put the grenade launcher on the gun at this point, but <laughs> <laughs> looks so cool. Speaking of
1: Predator, Sonny's character running around with that full-size Mossberg 500 12-gauge shotgun <laughs> And, I mean, it wasn't even a Master Key. You know, with the, with the Master Key, Knights cut those down. I mean, his was, his was literally a Mossberg 500 with no stock, like, <laughs> bolted onto
0: this gun. So some Hollywood stuff.
1: Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know what? It's like, I kind of want that now.
0: I guess that would be a clone a clone of a movie. Go. Yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. you know, so, so then at that point, like, where does the clone begin and end? I think so. I guess it depends if, like, if you want to go like the purest route, like it, like it had to be a documented, somebody had to have it. There has to be a picture that yes. says this is a
0: documented bit versus, hey, I want to recreate this movie. Gummy <laughs> is this as cool as I right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think you're right. A, a traditional cloner would be like, it has to be a, A military issued piece of equipment, but there are so many people like the Gordon carbine or any of the Black Hawk Down things. Not a lot of evidence that those, like in that configuration, existed, but damn, they look cool. And I feel like if you're cloning one, it's close enough. Right? What else is there? The Blood Diamond gun. Oh, I see that thing cloned all the time. It's like a Car 15, looks very similar to, you know, every other 10.5 inch gun with a suppressor, but it looks so cool got their original aim point.
2: You've got a really nice clone set up yourself, though, don't you, Jared?
0: Well, I try. <laughs> yeah, I've got a pretty cool Mark 12. It's actually the PRI gun. Uh, but the hard part is sourcing the correct rings and the scope. Oh, the scope. <laughs> My God, the scope this, is... The scope was almost as much as the rifle it was. was, it, was, was <laughs> it was actually more than the rifle. <laughs> Uh problem is is like, you know, the precision rifle shooter like, that's not abnormal. This is a two to eight second focal plane scope <laughs> from two thousand and cutting edge circa two thousand two. Like it's not uh it's not all that. And it's definitely not worth what I paid for it. I but think most
2: people would have been just as happy slapping a modern production Mark V first focal plane. They would have on been there.
0: they would have been way more capable. Yeah. I mean, I'm working a mill reticle with MOA turrets, and they're exposed, and there's no lock. Like,
2: But it's correct. But again, but it's,
1: it's it's back to that nostalgia bit that some of us have as GWAT veterans. Like, that's that's more true to it.
0: Yeah. I mean. You know, we're going for that nostalgia factor. It's just, it's my favorite gun. I like, mean, it's not a great gun.
2: I for, mean. Granted, you probably actually had that at one. Right? Like that exact setup.
0: The Mark 12 was before my time. The 110 was, I mean, that It really is my time. And it had a very similar scope. So it, it feels, yeah, it takes me back. Only I can afford to shoot it because it's not that 308 money. <laughs> right. I don't know. And I think that is one of the more popular clones because you can buy it. I mean, you can still buy a uh, Mod 1, Mark 12. I guess it wouldn't be a, Mark, a Mod 1, a Mod 0. Mark 12 from PRI we've actually carried them they're really cool guns they're set up for the correct suppressor of that time and I think the suppressor is probably the only piece of kit from that gun that's still relevant today
2: and speaking of too I mean you can go as nuts with clone correct as like so the original suppressor for that would have been the Allen engineering right but so Otter Creek Labs they're doing that OCM5 which is more or less kind of a Improved version of the old original Allen Engineering suppressor that would have gone on
0: there. Yes, yeah, so before it was Allen Engineering, it would have been Ops Inc. and they went out oh, wow. of business. Yeah, yeah, they went out of business. I don't know, ten years ago. And then the uh, the engineer for that, Ron Allen, I think is his name. He started Allen Engineering and started making the steel suppressor. But yeah, it's a heavy can. I mean, it is heavy. It is long. It's an over the barrel design. But surprisingly, it is one of the Quietest five-five-six suppressors you can shoot. I mean, it is remarkable how a suppressor that old is so effective. Uh, the downside being she heavy. We <laughs> talked about the OCM five. That's an Otter Creek suppressor, but it's titanium, so it looks clone correct, but it's better in every way, which right. is probably the smart thing to buy. But man, I got a I got a soft spot for the the OG stuff. But if you were going to buy an Opsync suppressor right now, they're like two grand. And a new a new manufactured suppressor is like
2: eight hundred bucks,
0: so you're it's definitely an artificial cost there.
2: I mean, can you even find a current production Opsync anymore? Or is that going to be surplus at this point?
0: It's so they the person who's selling that is selling it because they bought it back then. I mean, they bought it when Opsync was still okay. a company, so it's been floating around for a while. So it's an old suppressor. It's probably shot out, but it's clone correct. I don't know. I think it's cool. All right, Well, I guess. If anybody is interested in talking in-depth about one of these guns or the history, we would be happy to talk about it. This is definitely my bag, and I think Jet's got some buy-in on that, too. So if this interests you, please let us know. If you guys, and there's lots of clones out there, if we didn't even touch on yours, I'm sorry. But I want to hear from you guys. Alex, what is your favorite clone?
2: I mean, by far, hands down, the Mark 18. Now, if we're going completely SOP mod correct and everything, then we can get into that topic too about, you know, why are we talking block one, block two, block three, any of that. But uh, for me, what a Mark 18 is, an and a half inch uh, cold hammer forged barrel. You've got a a quad rail 1913 rail. And for some people that want to be purists about it, I mean, you could go with like an A2 front gas block or whatever. I believe the original Mark 18 actually did. So that would have had... a two gas block and then just some kind of other rear sight cut down.
0: So the original Mark Eighteen, it just had a front sight post. Yeah, I mean it was just that and a Knight's armor rail. The block two is what I think you like the one with the ten inch rail. Right, that's the one you can still buy from Daniel. But yeah, what uh, what clone correct optics and accessories you got on this thing?
2: Nothing really. <laughs> We're so, dream weaving here, man.
0: You gotta you can you can have whatever you want.
2: Oh, like if I could just. It out like with any of the original yeah, stuff that got to be clone correct. Well, I mean, they were uh probably running what is that the aim point red dots on those at the time, or no, that was a it was a seymour under the special operations program.
0: Yeah, you see some dudes with seymours running around, but I think that was the the far less common. I think like an aim point and they actually even
2: got that as an accident from my understanding as well.
0: Yeah, fifth group does some, they did their own yeah. shit, man, they get whatever <laughs> they want, but uh, I think like the EOTech. Uh, L-can, or, and the L can or an aim point are probably the three like clone, correct or the most common clone optics.
2: Yeah, probably. I mean, if I could have it set up any way I want, then basically just with the aim point on top of it, to be honest, I just love that. It's a rugged optic for a rugged gun. The reason I got the gun is I want something that uh, is able to withstand a whole lot of abuse, uh, but keep on running. And That's one of the things I like about the Mark 18 short gas system in it. It's just a trucker of a gun.
0: She's definitely proven. She's been around for a minute. Oh, yeah. Jeff, what about you? What's your, uh, what's your ideal clone?
1: Honestly, I got to break the trend, man, and I don't know that mine falls completely under. I feel like it should, but I would want Carlos Hathcock's Vietnam Winchester Model 70 and 30-06. Damn,
0: I feel like that is right on the cusp of not being a clone. (laughs) Right? Because
1: it's a weird gray area for it because it wasn't an issued gun, but it was the gun that he used in Vietnam. There are
0: dudes who are definitely cloning that.
1: You know, and that's like, I, there's just, there's, there's a nostalgia to that for me. That's one, it's different. It's, it's not like, you know, I, I've got M16A2 clones. I've got XM177 clones. I got M4E1 clones. You know, I, I want a Mark 12, uh, especially after playing with yours. Yes, you do. You know, so, I but that's, that's one that to me is just so unique for, you know, what that guy did with it during a couple tours in Nam and and you know the havoc he wrecked on the enemy. And there's there's I I would love to see Remington or Winchester do like a true clone of those Vietnam era guns. The heavy barrels, thirty out six or three
0: oh eight, the varmint stocks, you know. But I mean they look like sporting rifles. They don't look like what you would think of as a sniper rifle at all. Right. I don't have bipods yet. They're shooting off packs. Yeah, I, just, I feel like you don't need to. You don't need them to make that. You can just go on GunBroker right now and find that gun. Oh man, dude, varmint Winchester seventies are
1: insane. And I mean, and it's it's one of those things too that it's for me I, at this point and in, in my collecting and gun buying. I don't want to spend the money that is going to get me old technology. When, you know, I'm, I'm sure GA Precision is making something really close to like the M40E1. You know, and that that would probably be the better route for me to go. But at the same time, like, man, to find an old pre 64 Winchester 70 Varmint and Thought 6 and, and an old yurtle scope. And and
0: scopes, to, man,
1: to fixed ten power, yeah, to recreate that, <laughs> like, and just, just to be able to shoot that, and you know, especially now with you know running Mark fives and first focal planes and shooting a thousand and plus yards, and and the experiences that I've got behind that, to be able to go back and play with what these guys were using. Now, granted, they weren't always sniping it you know, the crazy movie distances that we see Hollywood throw, but to actually get behind one of those and be like, wow,
0: these guys were, were pulling some crazy shots off
1: with some <laughs> crap, that's some crap yeah. utensils. You it's know? an
0: interesting point though. Like, I mean, a clone correct gun really does put you, it gives you the experience that these guys would have had. I think that's part of the culture. It's like, dude, you can't put a Mark five on your Mark 12 because it's, It's wrong. Like, that's (laughs) not what they would have had. They wish they would have had that. They would have been stoked to have it. But it kind of takes you out of that reenactment experience. Because if you just want a super accurate 18-inch AR, you don't got to buy a Mark 12. You know what I mean? There's just so many people making competitive options. Yeah.
1: And I've got got a good friend of mine that's got a true 03A4 sniper rifle. And it has the correct M1C Grand Scope. That oh, wow. would have been that would have been right for Korea, and dude, it's a cool rifle. But then you get behind it and you shoot it at a few hundred yards, and it's like this thing's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so these foggy. guys were having to snipe with this, yeah, like and people huge. sniped with it. <laughs> and I mean, these you know you had some bad dudes on our side out there making things happen yeah. with equipment that at at the time was was cutting edge. But then when you look how much we've progressed, it's like man. They it's such a disadvantage to today's bit, but there's such a nostalgia factor behind it.
0: That's so cool to me to be like, dude, these guys were men.
2: I mean, they like, were badasses of their time. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: What is that giant scope you see on the A3? Somebody's making a reproduction of that right now on the Springfield, like the World War II sniper rifle. It's like, I think it's four power. Yeah, it's a fixed four. And it's huge. Yeah. It takes up the whole damn gun. Yeah. Those are no jokes. You want to talk about clone expense? Look at sniper rifle clones, especially M1Ds, M1Cs, the Springfield clones, Moise and the Got clones, Car 98 clones. That's big money.
1: Oh, man. Look at, I mean, even, even Dragnoffs, like true Dragnoffs, not that PSL 54 copy that's a big AK, but like true Dragnoffs. They're 12 grand.
2: Yeah. It's nuts. How much is like one of those starlight scopes from the Vietnam era going for these days? Honestly, probably not that much. (laughs) Probably doesn't work anymore. Oh, they definitely don't work. (laughs) They
0: didn't work when they were new. Uh, Man, I don't know. There's some guys doing that, but I would think that they're pretty cheap. Like Seven Bravo Night Vision is on the night vision scheme is really cheap. If anybody's listening to this and you don't know what Seven Bravo is, it's like the cyclops-looking night vision where it goes from two to one. And if you're using one of those, you're an antique. (laughs) that is like, that's some bad night vision. Knock the
1: dust off and take a couple Advil. That's right after the starlight.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we're going to jump off topic a little bit and go to Surplus. Actually, I'm going to talk about my favorite clone, the Mark 12, really. (laughs) That is the coolest concept ever. And if you don't know the history about it, I'm going to take some time. So early GWAT... Guys want an accurized upper receiver. And at the time, you're talking about the M4 and the M16, so 20 inch or 14 and a half inch. If you guys don't know anything about military procurement, Congress won't let you buy anything that the Army already or the military already has in inventory. So instead of giving it a 20 inch barrel, they gave it an 18 inch barrel. And uh, put it in a free float rail and a suppressor and an optic. And at the time, this was cutting edge. Now we kind of take that for granted. But this was one of the few times the Army is actually ahead of the curve and came out with this thing. And it is awesome. And If you haven't got to shoot one, find somebody who's got one or, or get a PRI because they are super fun to shoot. Um, and uh, kind of nostalgic. Look one up. If you've seen Lodon Survivor, that's a Mod 1 of the Mark 12. So really cool gun. But uh, money was no object, and you could have any surplus gun, any gun in the American inventory since nineteen freaking Civil War. I don't care what would it be, Alex. You up first?
2: Well, mine's actually going to be a German gun. But, uh, oh, if no, I could... not,
0: that wasn't even on the <laughs> table. You can't do no. that. German gun. I'm
2: gonna. I don't know, man. If I could have an MG42
0: yeah that's pretty cool that i way. mean
2: that's yeah. a badass gun now if i was gonna have like you know the modern version of that absolutely the mg3 all day it's the same exact gun just in a 308 we
0: brought the wrong guy on this podcast <laughs> picks german stuff Are you Are kidding not even there? the mp5 yes. Ugh, like.
2: i mean okay let's be honest the m249 and the m60 were both just butchered versions of the mg42 how dare the you the king of the machine guns this guy we're gonna have to bleep all this out <laughs> we're gonna have to, um
1: we gotta just you're you're fired it's okay it's over next (laughs) (laughs) what you know for me man there's there's two that come to mind and i'm i'm torn between them i I couldn't pick one i would have to toss a coin and then probably regret the decision that the coin made but it would be the m60 the hog The the rooster the pig like just the cadence that it's thing has. It's got a good sound. It's got a good vibe. It's, yeah, I mean, it's there's there's a nostalgia to it. Uh, you know, growing up as a kid and watching Full Metal Jacket and Animal Mother slinging that thing around. Like, oh man, I was I was there. But I, I'm torn between that and the M79 grenade launcher, the old the thump gun. goose the duck or whatever they call it, <laughs> Yeah, the bloop gun. Just that that Mattel. i feel like somebody has to make that you know i've 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 looked and and there's there's kits and you can piece one and of course you could always form one one if you can get all the parts and stuff together but when i was looking for one i actually found that it was a little easier to find a china lake than it was in 79 and i was shocked by that but the china lakes are out there
0: it's because they um, weren't that good. They
1: weren't that good. They were absolutely terrible. They didn't work. And I just that 79, you know, Terminator 2, Arnold one hand in that thing. Granted, it's a movie and he's a giant
0: dude. But. <laughs> dude, they were using the M79 in GWAT. I mean, you saw guys with those cut off. Uh, you know, they didn't have the stock on them anymore, just a pistol grip. But yeah. that thing's still kicking ass yeah. today, probably. I mean, and it's it's that sound, it's that yeah. goofy
1: <laughs> 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 this 40 mic grenade goes swinging like down the hall you
0: know, <laughs> i have a, been look. shocked by both of these that, that anything's on the table <laughs> and these two pick the most mundane antiques speaking yeah. of antiques mine would be a stoner 63 okay so we're gonna so, so we're hovering that vietnam era hey. We're definitely in the Vietnam you know? era well, well, two of us are.
2: I mean, if you're going to have me pick an American one, I think I would amend my answer to the M240 Bravo.
0: The 240? Which so, version?
2: Uh, I don't know. I think probably the full size, as well, opposed those, to the compact.
0: The newest one is the Lima. That's the one you should get. Yeah. From experience, if I had to up one, that's the <laughs> one I'd You know what I'm shocked no one picked is the Deuce. Ah, Too, oh, yeah. too much. Come on, man. Stop compensating. Why? Like- Even if I had
2: all the money in the world. There's nothing on
1: the planet that you pretty much couldn't destroy.
2: I mean, if I wanted to kill a building with style, I'd probably do it with the Modus, but. uh,
0: No, no, you guys are wrong. Because you'd have to have two and you'd have to put it in the back of a Hilux and it's just a dream too far. (laughs) Nope. Stoner 63. Get your Rambo on. (laughs) I feel like people don't know what the Stoner 63 is.
1: I do. I'm with you there. Really, really unique design. Eugene Stoner. And Stoner 63 who's also the same gentleman involved with the uh, development of our M16s. Yeah, before it was the AR-15, the AR-10 AR AR platform. The
0: father of the modern AR-15
1: rifle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <to> be <laughs> the most popular that. firearm
1: in the <laughs> United States. <laughs> but, uh, you know, really unique design. It had a belt fed and magazine option. If I remember right, it was
0: seals that were vetting that nom. Yeah, it was a uh, Lurs thing, a seal thing, Lurs thing in Vietnam. And it was, a, it was actually an Ohio gun, which takes some pride in that Ohio. They were made by Cadillac Gage uh, off Stoner's design. And it was a configurable gun. It was either like a carbine or a belt fed machine gun. And the belt fed machine gun variant is by far the cooler of the two. And it's. Uh, Yeah, probably one of the coolest machine guns ever made. are awesome. There's a Call of Duty that
1: has that in it too. I believe so. Don't
0: don't don't. Well, but think about it. Like
1: like if you if hey if you if anybody is listening and and you've you've got kids or you got a PlayStation or Xbox yourself, like Call of Duty, the Modern Warfare, the the you know, was the Black Ops series or whatever? Yeah, was supposed I There's There's, I mean, there's some clones in there oh, that, yeah. you know, these guys are pulling from. And, I mean, and, the
2: first time I ever encountered the Knights sr 25 as the M110 SASS um, was in the Rainbow Six series, and I, I fell in love with that gun right there. I mean, if I wanted to take something out long range in that game, I'd use the M110, and you'd better believe I'd love one in real life, but I also don't want to give an arm and a leg to get one.
0: You'd have to. <laughs> what's
2: a, what's a kidney worth right now?
0: I don't know. Not, <laughs> Not the knight's money. No, no. But yeah, I think the video game. Oh man, I I don't know. As firearms owners, I feel like we have to be stoked about video games because so many new gun owners are basically gun owners because of video games. Well, and I wonder, you
1: know, as as we're talking about this, it's kind of got my gray matter rolling around that that you know, hamsters starting to move the wheel. Is, you know, our generation and the progress of, you know, Call of Duty and Modern Warfare and and Black Ops and whatnot, is that fueling, I wonder, some of that want for clone rifles? Maybe not, you know, for us, you know, you and I, Jared, we were GWAT veterans, but uh, for some of these other guys that that didn't serve... I wonder if that's if that plays a bit into it, you know?
2: I mean, I'll weigh into that. I mean, 100%, 100%. Because if you look at the new Call of Duty that's out there, so the new uh, revamped version of Modern Warfare, they introduced that new system for accessorizing your firearm they call Gunsmith. And you can configure some of the base model firearms into, like, insane different configurations. And some of those, actually, you can put, quote-unquote, clone-correct accessories on there. So I see a lot of people coming in where, you know, they have a particular setup they liked in COD. And now they're trying to replicate that video game pattern firearm in the real world.
0: Man, when you're cloning Call of Duty, big woof. Um, <laughs> well,
1: but I mean, think about it, man. Where did, where did Call of Duty get the inspiration from? Yeah. I mean, you hope it was,
0: you know pictures and evidence of actual life. <laughs> I'm hoping Grand Thumb didn't call of duty. <laughs> Man, I think okay, what are some store options you can actually buy clone correct guns from? So we talked about the Colt and the FN. I guess the scar, that's that's about as clone correct as a gun you can buy yeah. from like off the shelf right now, this the scar sixteen and seventeen. That's the semi automatic version of what was adopted uh by the Rangers and Special Operations and God, what year was that? 2010? Probably earlier. Oh, I'd be earlier than that. 2008, yeah.
1: maybe. PRI. Precision Reflex Industries would be another one.
0: Out of Ohio. Yep, that's the yeah. Mark 12. Who else is making a clone? I guess the Honey Badger. That's a clone.
2: I mean, technically. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. yeah the Honey yeah. Badger's a clone. Yeah,
0: Neveski. Yeah, they did some barrels. They did yeah, a lot of barrel work.
1: The Afghan and Infidel.
0: But those didn't those go on like precision rifles. Those went on Mark twelves. I'm pretty sure. Colt, don't, uh, don't I mean, quote me.
2: Colt even brought back the 6940 the monolithic design.
0: Yeah, which was depending on who you
1: talk to, what kind of gave LMT the inspiration behind theirs.
2: Speaking of LMT as well, I mean technically, I mean if you're not looking at a U.S. specific clone correct rifle, LMT actually sells. Literal clone correct versions of their guns that they sell to other militaries. So, for example, the Estonia pattern rifle they call it Estonia reference rifle, uh, and the New Zealand reference I just rifle. Just say the New Zealander. That was a good point. Yeah.
0: So, oh man, the spear when it finally comes out from Sig, that's an XM currently for the new.
2: Oh, what is that program called? Next generation squad weapon program.
0: Oh yeah. So the what is it? Is that gun Fury something? 277, 277 Fury. Fury. 277 yeah. Fury. So that will be as clone correct as you can get in the near future.
1: Um, I mean, FN, the
0: 249. Oh, yeah, the 249S.
1: The 249S. They did. They also brought The 249
2: Para. Yep.
0: FN, bring out the 240S. Bring us a semi-automatic 240. That'd be awesome.
2: I'm just waiting for HK to finally... Uh Bring back some of their... Oh, what about uh, Ohio yes. Ordnance Works?
0: Oh, the BARs, the BARs and stuff? That's
2: right. You know,
0: they're doing a 240 clone. Really?
1: Yeah. They
0: do a 240
1: Bravo clone.
0: Is it an actual machine gun, though?
1: No. Well, I mean, they can if you if you got an SOT. <laughs> but uh, they do a semi-auto version of that, too.
0: Huh. Oh we're going to say something. What was it? I don't know. So would uh, on?
1: let me let me let me throw this. Would the uh, 1877 Bulldog be a clone rifle?
0: I don't think I know what that is. I don't know what that the is. The Gatlin either. gun we have in the shop, oh. gentlemen. It's not in the shop anymore, bro.
2: It's still there. It's just getting cleaned. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's getting cleaned.
2: I mean, it, technically, yeah, it would be. I mean, and now we're going like as retro as retro goes to guns, but yeah, that would be a clone gun. <laughs> Kentucky rifles, <and laughs> those are
0: clones. <laughs> those man. Are clones? Well, I guess if they're Except new for, manufactured,
2: would yeah. that Gatling gun have been brass back yeah. in the day? Yeah,
0: really.
1: So, I mean, you know, predecessor to the M134 electric Gatling gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: No one's yeah. doing a, a Maxim or a Vickers machine gun reproduction or anything, right?
0: Oh, no, not that I, I know of. Them.
2: But I do know, who's there's a there's a one young man that came in one day. He was doing like a, a 1919 a clone in a semi-automatic conversion.
0: Yeah, we've seen a couple of those come through. Yeah. Those are interesting little guns.
2: Yeah. Heavy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like a Modus Mini.
0: <laughs> Can't believe you thought the Modus would be a,
2: Like, that's everybody, the one?
0: Everybody in the world speaks 50 BMG. Unless they speak 12 by 7.
2: (laughs) We don't talk.